I was like, would you really want me singing that song if your kids were going to be listening to it, right? No. No, of course not. No. I was sharing a new song that I wrote last week with Sarah. Uh, I'd love to share it with all of you guys, but you're going to have to come to a live show to hear it. Yeah, boy, let me tell you, you record that and they're going to immediately try to cancel you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's great, though. Uh, I, it always confuses people when I go places. Like, I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky on Friday. Uh, at the Manchester Music Hall, and then we're bouncing all over. Uh, I think Abilene's probably sold out by now. Amarillo maybe sold out. Check and see. We're going to be at Hoots Pub, which is a great music venue. I think it was standing room only at this point, which at Hoots, standing room only is great because they got a huge dance floor and the whole thing. So okay. uh, we're selling tickets, man. And then Joplin, Missouri, I don't know where we're at, but it's got to be close. Stardome, Alabama. Stardome, Birmingham. Uh, we're doing two nights there. That's now on sale. Waco's on sale. Uh, the Mule Barn and Justin. I'm telling you, I told you guys yesterday, you know you've made it when you're at the Mule Barn. I, ju- I, I know I've venue. said this before, but I just love hearing all of the, the venue names. Mm-hmm. It, that is just From like... From the Stardome to the Mule Barn. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah. those are my people. Yeah, but I, I write these songs and um, people always say, well, wh- what do you do? And I was like, I sing comedy. Right. Yeah, basically that's right. it. You know, I, I, right. like if I can make a song, tell a joke, mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, and it's good stuff. So we so have fun with it. And don't don't miss out if he's coming near you. When I uh, went out, um, I've started adding some songs that I've never done on stage before. I started adding them in because ultimately I would like to be able to sit down and just do a show that's a full hour of going from song to song. A little bit of talking in between, but just mm-hmm. going from and let the whole show just be told in song mm. kind of thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? One big long deal like that. So I've been working out a couple of different things. It's going to be unique. It's going to be fun. I like it. We'll see. Um, Chad, yeah. Pr- Chad Prather, the musical. I've had people send me messages who have said, we don't want you running for uh, Congress. We want you to run for governor. And I'm like, again, uh, I'm, I need $10 million. Yeah. I'm telling you. And then we'll start campaign funding. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll raise kidding. money for me, and then we'll raise money for the campaign. <laughs> it's a joke, people. Uh, it, but it is. It's, it's, it's going to take, like, I will never run for governor again. I'll never run, run for anything again the way I ran the last time. There's got to be some folks behind me. Yeah, you have to be more, a little more strategic about it and less, I, less knee-jerk reaction, Like, I'd get around people, people that were working Don Huffine's campaign. They were like, are you working the phones? I was like, When? Yeah. When have I got time to work the phones? Right. I'm too busy driving to wherever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's there's a lot going on here. It's me. Right. Well, I, I right. never forget. I went over to Don's, uh, uh, and I, I like Don. Going over to went over to Don's campaign headquarters. Right. He's got all these people. It's just a, a <laughs> just a bustling hub in there. And I was like, what are you people doing? Yeah. Yeah. You're like <laughs> designing campaign, a new banner. My HQ is my pickup truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We had a we had a mobile hotspot from T-Mobile that <laughs> gave us Wi-Fi wherever we went. So yeah, we're gonna if I ever do that again, we're gonna do it very very different. Ah, who knows? Uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna sing sing songs to you on stage. I sing that one publicly. It may never I may never <laughs> have a chance of a political future ever ever. I don't know. I mean, you know, I just you've, you already, know, you've I've, already said stuff. I've already said it all. Yeah, I've said it all. It's all out there. Yep. It's all out there. The Lord still loves me. My mother does on occasion. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, yeah, it's Thursday. We're off the rails. Of course, uh, let's love Brandon and the Puppet Master Mark at the helm, driving through the nether regions of all things insanity. We're uploading the information you need here at Studio 22, the mothership. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I tell you, I, I want to. I want people, though. I, I still can't get away from this whole thing. I, I don't. I get New Year's and, and new, you know, it's a new day, it's a new week, all these kind of things. And, you know, I, I'm all for beginning again, right, and starting over and stuff like that. But I don't think that people need to wait to start, mm -hmm. right? They Just do it now. Mm -hmm. You know, you asked me yesterday, you're like, hey, when are you going back on keto? And I'm like, I mean. It's always the diet starts tomorrow. I'd love to be able to say that. I, my my thing is I, I haven't been I, I haven't been bad, but I haven't been good either. Uh, yeah, you and Alex Stein, I have to stay on you guys. Uh, Alex is the worst. Don't even get me started. Alex is horrible. Yeah. I don't I don't eat bad like that. Don't even get me started. Yeah, Alex is horrible. It's a wonder he don't weigh four hundred pounds. <laughs> well, he he's, is, he's he's on his way to it, Alex. That's right. I said it. I'm a fat shame you. Yeah. until you change your eating habits like you say you will yeah he weighs a lot more than me <laughs> well it's not Fat a competition ass. but no you really do need to get back on keto mm -hmm. i know that's not where you were going with this but no i do uh any keto carno carnivore whatever but i've been doing the intermittent fasting yes yeah yeah. yeah. so even when i'm eating bad i'm still a yeah which is still yeah. better than just doing yeah. nothing yeah yeah and even when i'm eating bad i'm still not eating real bad right but anyway I just know as a person who has lost 100 pounds with just, fat. I mean, super fat, um, <laughs> just with diet and exercise, I, people are like, yo, you must have the surgery. No, I didn't. And it took me two years to lose it all, but I still lost it. You got a lot of wrinkly it. skin and stuff. You gross. No. Because what what you're working with under there? <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? I mean, a man can dream. Um, well, I'm, because I'm taking you, care of my people in the chat. Well, I feel like when you have surgery and you lose it so quickly, you mm -hmm. do develop stuff like that. But you when you lose it the, the old-fashioned way, right? Yeah. And you make sure that you're toning and stuff. Um, but, but so as someone who's lost a lot of weight and I know how much hard work it takes, I just, it's like my passion. So I'm... That's why I'm yeah. I'm nagging you about it because I'm like, no, you start. You were like doing so good. Well, I, I don't will. want you to lose the momentum. I, I could flip a switch and be right there and do it. I'm, I'm good. Well, I, and for men, it's so easy. I just did it. I just did it through the holidays. You guys can. And like, I just got to flip the switch again. I mean, men can just cut out soda and do literally nothing else and lose like 20 pounds in a month. So, yeah. well, I cut completely alcohol out. Anyway, enough about all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not get too crazy. Out. Yeah. See, exactly. <laughs> No, I, uh, I'm all about it, though. I think that people, I think you've got to be physically healthy. Uh, that's, we lack a lot in that. But you know what? If, if, if you are, I want you to think about this, because this is where I was going on that. So physically healthy, we know that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. Being spiritually healthy is even harder to do. In fact, being spiritually healthy is impossible mm. unless you've got grace. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You've got to have God's help, the one that created yeah. you. You can't do that on your own, my point. Um, being mentally healthy, that's hard. I think those are harder than being physically healthy. Because we don't, we don't want to exercise our minds. We don't, we don't want to put the right, we put garbage. Well, we're taught not to. Right. And, and I mean, so like if you're spending all your time on social media, if you're, if you're feeding your brain junk food that's easily accessible and uh, your, your brain's not getting the right rest you're certainly not getting the right input i mean it's giggo garbage in garbage out right mm -hmm. so 
we wonder why you go on social media. I had a friend of mine who, who sent me a text message. He goes, did I offend you? And I was like, with what? I'm virtually unoffendable. Right. Uh, and he goes, well, I made a comment on your social media and everybody jumped on me. I said, dude, there's 1.5 million people that follow that page. Yeah. Those are strangers. Right. Some people are just out there looking to be negative. Mm-hmm. Don't take that personally. Right. And he didn't, but he wanted to make sure he and I were okay. Like I didn't say anything wrong. I was like, no, you made a joke. You're a personal friend. It's okay. Right. So I always warn people, like, if you're going to get on my social media page and make a joke, and a lot of times people say, you didn't respond. You don't want me to respond because that's going to bring your comment to the top. Uh And now it's like vultures. They're coming in on you. Uh Uh-huh. You know? And they are very protective of Chad Prather. Well, they are, whether they know me or not. Yeah. And some of them just like to bitch online. I don't even think half of them even know what page they're on. <laughs> they, just, they just like to bitch online. So, so I'm just saying, that's why the gigo thing, the garbage in, garbage out, be careful with that. What you're feeding your brain. Um, like I'm, I'm on a steady diet of um, Brian McClanahan right now, who is a great historian, and he'll be back on the show Monday. Um, we got him coming on via Skype, boys. And um, uh, I'm reading all of his stuff, you know, his... Uh, the politically incorrect guide to the founding fathers. It's a great book. Um, his um, his how Andrew um, Alexander Hamilton screwed up America. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. He's got tons of stuff of the nine presidents, you know, that were the worst in history. He he's very. I, so I've been devouring this kind of stuff. I'm always I'm always reading anyway. Yeah. And so I try to make sure I'm reading stuff that I I can ultimately that if I regurgitate it, it's worth spitting back up right you know what i mean yeah because you need to be doing that it's the way to do it it's the way to do it so you know we've been talking about some of this stuff on overtime which i encourage you guys to tune in and get it on friday or saturday whenever you get a chance um we're talking about some ways to stay motivated and keep your brain healthy and uh so if you're not subscribed to blaze tv do it at blaze tv.com slash chad use promo code chad um, your Blaze TV subscription will arrive in discreet, unmarked packages. Your neighbors will not know you're listening to conservative television or <laughs> podcasting. Um, and you could do it in the discretion of your own home. But I, I encourage you, get the overtime because I, I put some pretty heady stuff on that. Sometimes you, it kind of bore you, and I, I can see you without seeing you. Your eyes just kind of glaze over. No. Um, I, I, want people to, I want people to educate their minds. I really do. And I, and I say that to you saying it to me. Because sometimes I do get lazy. And I've always said, and I've said it, I think, on this show many times, you could tell where somebody's spiritual life is based on uh, what their closet looks like at home. Like, if you walk in there and stuff just shits everywhere, mm-hmm. you, your life's probably going like that, too. Mm. For me, look at the floorboard of my truck. <sighs> look at the floorboard of my truck and look at my closet. Because those yeah. are the things where you just throw things in there. Yeah. That usually shows your mental attitude towards everything. So if you got crap everywhere. I mean, I came home the other day. CJ had gone to my house and changed clothes. There was a shoe in my sink. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> how does that? Who is this person does... that came to my house to change clothes? I don't know. <laughs> CJ thinks everything belongs in the sink. Huh. I told that girl, I was like, if, if, if we ever get married. Yeah. If I build a house, you get your own wing. <laughs> you over there. Because I can't with this nonsense. Yeah. Because to me, that's, that's, a, that's a conviction. Like, I get up every morning, I make my bed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's accomplishment number one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, and, and to me, logically, making your bed don't really make a lot of sense. Because you're going to get you're back in gonna it. You're just going to get back in it. Right. But there's something about getting in a made bed that makes a big difference. Yeah. Uh, it, it, when you think about it. But I get up, that's accomplishment number one. If you can start right there in your life, just get up, 
get your ass up, make your bed before you do anything else. So then let me ask you this. Would you give some grace to people or should people give themselves grace if they are in a particular season of life where they're just like, for instance, I was just having this conversation with my husband the other day and we were talking about reading and we have all of these books on our lists of like, I, I really want to read that book. I really want to read that book. I just don't have the time right now, right? We have a toddler. We have a 10-year-old. We are, we, I mean, we are like stacked. And at the end of the day, we are both so mentally exhausted yeah. that the it. TV might come on, right? We might watch sports. We might watch a little bit of trash TV because it's just our way of decompressing from the day and I can't take anything else heavy. And so I just, I, is that, it's just a season of life, uh, I, right? Yeah, and I believe in grace. Yeah. I believe in grace. Um, and and I'm, we're going to go to break here in a minute. I'm going to talk. I'll tell you about the seasons of life. In fact, okay. if you guys want to know what season you're in, I guarantee you'll be able to identify which season you're in by what I'll tell you in the next segment. I'm all about grace. Yeah. I believe in grace. Because I don't want people to beat themselves up. Because yeah. I, I, I have to talk myself out of beating myself up. Of yeah. Like, I, I'm, I need to read more. I need to. And I'm like, I will, I will like explode. Well, my thing if I is put this. more on my plate here's, right now. Here's my thing is I think we, we don't define grace properly. So mm. what I mean by that is I, I believe in, in forgiving yourself. Don't live in condemnation. Don't beat yourself up. There, there are some things. I mean, the Apostle Paul said in the New Testament, he said, I buffet my body. Right? In other words, I, I discipline my body mm-hmm. so I can run this deal, so I can do what's the path that's laid out in front of me. I mean, there is a place for self-discipline. There is. But beating yourself up and condemning yourself. So what I always, what I always try to do when I get in that season, I say, okay, if I can snag a book on my way to the toilet instead of mm. s- scanning the gram. Yeah. And just read three pages, two pages, one page. Yeah. One page and just say, okay, I'm going to ruminate on that phrase, that sentence, whatever I read, because that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm going to look at that. And I'm going to be like, okay, let, let's just let that resonate in my head. I'll think on that while I'm doing the dishes or the laundry or feeding the baby or whatever it may yeah, be. I like that. And, and I'm not going to beat myself up because, again, it's not about quantity. It's about quality. Mm-hmm. What are you putting in your head? Again, garbage in, garbage out. Right. So, I mean, we find the time to put a, co- a lot of shit in our bodies, in our brains. Yeah. We somehow find the way to do that, you know. But, again, I was like, I, I don't expect people to – I don't read as many books as I used to read. Well, some people may be so busy with their day-to-day, you know, yeah. stuff that they might listen to the Chat Prather show. And it might not to, be, to, it may not be a book. That, right? Yeah. It may not be a book. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of what, you know, as I've said before, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Uh, that's a biblical proverb. That's the truth. It's, it's literally in the Hebrew. What you give access to your soul is what you become. Mm-hmm. Whatever you give access to your mind, which is your soul, you know, your will and your emotions, whatever you give access to that is what you become. So you want to become something? What are you, what are you taking in? So yeah, it's true physically. It's true mentally, too. Yep. But I'm all about grace. But when I said people don't define grace, grace isn't some kind of unmerited favor. Like, I'm just going to give myself unmerited. I'm just going to let myself be free. That's not grace. Grace is the power to do what you're created to do. Hmm. My daughter's named Grace on, on purpose. All of my kids are named on purpose. And, and her middle name is Grace, and, and, and she is the most gracious one of all uh, in, in so many ways. But it's the power to do what you were created to do. Mm-hmm. 
and you you know she's out there doing what she was created to do and i mean she's a living example of that so you know go out there and do what you're created to do all right a quick break um start mail are you tired of feeling like your personal data is at risk or are you worried that big tech is watching every move you make if you don't want anyone else knowing where you've been who you've met and what you're thinking whoo Startmail is the perfect solution for protecting your privacy and giving you peace of mind. Startmail's secure email service keeps your inbox safe from unwanted spying eyes and protects you from spam. Every message can be encrypted or password protected, and when you delete an email, it's gone forever. You get unlimited disposable email aliases to keep your real identity hidden online. With just a few clicks, you can easily switch from your existing email provider and start taking advantage of Startmail's enhanced privacy protection. Sign up today to save 50% on your first subscription year. There's never been a better time to go to startmail.com slash chat and join the thousands of people who have chosen Startmail for their email security needs. That's Startmail with a T, Startmail. Startmail.com slash chat. Get 50% off. We'll be right back. So, uh, you talking during the break, even, uh, you, you physically, you have what's muscle memory, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't work out for six months, you don't work out for six years and you get back on a workout regimen. If you've ever been in shape or you've been an athlete or whatever, your body has a way of getting back mm-hmm. to that because it, it remembers where to go. Um, and a lot of times people have never been in shape so it's a brand new thing for your body well that's true for your mind too so if you have the the kid that requires all of your time and attention or or whatever's going on in your life and you have to set the book down or you have to set that thing you know set it aside for a little while that's okay as long as you're willing to come back to it right because yeah. at that point that's when you that's when you um that mental memory comes back and, and you start getting that thing back in shape so that's why i say give yourself grace so the seasons we talked about there's four of them, just like we go through every year. You got, mm-hmm. you got winter, spring, summer, fall. All right. You have those in life too. Yeah. So I always say that, that, um, that winter is the hard time. That's when there's a deep freeze, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing's growing, nothing's showing, nothing's flowing. The winter time is hard because it, everything just feels dead. It's dead inside. Some of you go through that winter season and it's a hard time. Your life is just in a deep freeze. You can't think clearly. There's a mental block. There's a creative block. And you're just like, Pull. you know, you might be in grief. There, there's nothing wrong with grief. Grieving over a loss, over a death, all of these things, those are good. But as I've said before, use, use the, the Old Testament Jews as an example. They, they, they walked around in sackcloth and they put ashes on their head. And that's why, you know, the, they, the prophets even said, it's time to wipe the ashes off. You've grieved long enough. It's mm-hmm. time to come back to life. Um, and it was an outward showing of saying, hey, I'm in a period of grief. You did that for a couple of days and you brushed that off and you put on regular clothes and you went back to the world. Um, but you've got to give yourself the, the opportunity to realize when you're in a hard time. I have people who come to me sometimes and they want, they want an idea or they, they want me to create with them. I, I get calls all the time. People are like, Hey, let's do this together. And I'm like, dude, I don't have the capacity for yeah. that. Yeah. Like, even if I wanted to do it, right. I, I don't have the emotional capacity. I don't have the creative capacity for yep. it. I'm dry. Yep. It's a winter time. It's a winter time. Yep. And sometimes we go through those and they can be devastating because nothing lives there. Nothing lives in a deep freeze. But then you move into the springtime. I hate the people in springtime 
because those are the hallelujah times. You go from the hard times to the hallelujah times. Everybody's just happy. Happy, 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 happy. F you. <laughs> you know? How dare you be so excited about life? How dare you be so happy? Everybody just, ooh, praise the Lord. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, you feel that way, right? You just want to strangle somebody, especially if you're in the wintertime. When you're and stuck in the, the wintertime. And they're in the springtime. Yeah. And, and you're in deep freeze, and these people are just, everything's going. Right. Everything they touch turns to gold. They're successful for them all the time. That's where resentment builds up. That's where envy builds up. That's where covetousness builds up. These are all silent sins. These are things that it's like drinking poison and hoping somebody else will die. That's where bitterness comes from, mm-hmm. right? You can't stand to see somebody else happy when you're having a hard time. So, But then you go into it, and you want everybody to be hallelujah and with you, too, because sometimes you're in that place. And, and, you know, you, these little these little blooms start to pop out, you know, it's like, oh, look at me. I'm showing fruit. Right. I got little little pot, little, little azaleas are blooming in my life. Look at me. I came out of the deep freeze and now, boom, I'm all pink and pretty. <laughs> right. But then the summertime hits and that's the hot times. Yeah. So so if you went from your hard times to hallelujah times to hot times, well, guess what? In the hot times, ooh, it's kind of it, it's like things are alive. But damn, I, it's like, well. I don't really know how to trudge through all of this right. here because it's it's hot, you know, and and you need those hot times because for one thing, it's going to get rid of some of the excesses in your life. You're going to sweat it off. Mm. There's there's seasons in your life where things are taken away from you. Tyler Perry uh, was speaking at Lakewood Church. I don't care if you like Joel Osteen or not. I don't care if you like Tyler Perry or not. What he said was great. When he said, some people in your life are like rocket boosters. When the shuttle takes off, those boosters only go so far with you, mm. and then they fall off. Mm-hmm. They were there to get you to a certain point, and then they fall off. They weren't designed to go the entire journey with yeah. you. So there's things in your life that go so far with you, people in your life that go so far with you, and then they fall off. It, you can't take them the whole way. So that happens a lot of times in the hot seasons and you know what also when things start to get hot people don't want to hang around you either because they don't want they don't want that pressure remember what i said last week about they don't they're not carrying the same dream you're carrying and they don't want to go through that labor with you so the hot times are hard and 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 rough but you need those times those seasons in life because here's the thing if you don't have the real hard deep freeze of the winter time and you don't have the real hot of the summertime, you will not have the blooming, fruitful time of the fall, and that's the harvest time. Mm-hmm. Preach. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. You don't have a deep freeze, you don't have a harvest. Mm-hmm. That, that's just an agricultural fact. Yeah. You got to have a deep freeze to bear fruit. So, uh, you know, the deep freeze, you look back and you're like, damn, those were hard times, but boy, it sure did kill all the weeds. Yep. Got rid of all the insects and the, and the, and the pests and all the mosquitoes. They weren't hanging around. Um, and then I went through the hot season, and that really ripened everything for this harvest. Uh, without those times, I don't have that harvest. And so that's when you get to that point in life where, you know, I have people who say, well, I'm in the harvest season of my life. I'm 70 years old. No, 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 no. You might go through all four seasons in a week. Mm-hmm. That's what people are missing out on. They think, oh, no, that's not a phase of life you get to. You're constantly going through these yeah. seasons. It might happen simultaneously. Some of you might be in a, in a, a hot hallelujah time. <laughs> well, and it, it has nothing to do with age. No, it, it really doesn't. Yeah. And that's why when, over the years when I've told people this, that's one thing. That's the feedback I get. They're like, oh, well, I'm at that age where, no, no, that doesn't matter. Yeah. 
that doesn't matter. Listen, I, I've started over seven times in my life. Right. I've had four midlife crisis. crises. <laughs> He's had two since the beginning of this program. <laughs> I'm semi-erect right now. Uh, Wait, and, which semi, and semi-flaccid. Which season is that? And semi-flaccid. So which is it? You know, is the, is the, is the cup half empty or the cup half full? Right. Right? <laughs> well, the, that's part of the... the the issue, I mean, I have a huge issue with the pro-life, you know, discussion, but you constantly hear from the other side um, that, well, I mean, they would grow up poor. Well, well, they would grow up in, and it's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> are we only supposed to live life with no hardships and right. no perseverance right. and no, do you not realize the kind of character that right. it builds for someone to have to go through hard times to understand what it's like on the other side? Well, How you do take, you appreciate again, the good you go times. back to a guy like Tyler Perry. I mean, you talk about an American success story. I mean, if you'd have gone back when Tyler Perry was broke and homeless, living in a car under a bridge, and you said, well, his life isn't worth living. Right. Google Tyler Perry's house now. Right, right. And his private airstrip and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So you don't know which season is coming. Mm-hmm. And you don't know which one. You, you need to identify which one you're in and take heart because you're designed to go through seasons. You know, the prophet Isaiah says, um, we'll mount up with wings like eagles. We'll run and not grow weary. We'll walk and not faint. So he did, there, there's three phases there. There's flying. There's uh, there's running and there's walking. OK, so, you know, there's 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 the the mountainous times when you're flying. There's the momentous times when you are running and there is the monotonous times when you're walking. Mm-hmm. You're in any one of those phases. Sometimes you're flying. Sometimes you're walking. Yeah. We'll mount up with wings like eagles. Mountainous we will run and not grow weary. Momentous we will walk and not faint. You know, the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter six, he said, you know, uh, if, if, you know, if, if you will, you know, basically he said, if you operate in such a way while you're reaping and sowing, he said, you know, if you keep going and, and you faint not, I love that phrase in the Greek language. It means to unstring your bow because you don't see any game in the field. In other words, well, there's nothing here to hunt. So why waste mm-hmm. arrows mm-hmm. so in other words he said you know in due season you will reap if you if you faint not if you do not faint if you don't quit and that's monotonous it's monotonous but you're still going forward yeah anywhere's walking distance if you got the time right right so it's it's monotonous and it's boring uh and sometimes we walk through life i don't think that we were created to be high or low I think we were supposed to be steady. You know, we want to live up here. We want, and then sometimes we get down here. We feel like our life is a failure if we're down here. And we feel like our life's a success if we're up here. No one was created psychologically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I don't think anybody is created to live on the mountain mm. or to live in the valley. You're supposed to live even keel right here. Your life, you might be on some waves, but you need to keep it as close to the plateau as possible. That's the only way to keep a mentally healthy life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep yourself right about there. That, that, that's, and that's hard for me. You, you get the late night phone calls from me because mm-hmm. I'm impetuous. Mm-hmm. That, that is the biggest thing about my life is uh, I've gotten far more patient as I've grown older. I used to be very impatient. I can't stand for something to be undone. I, I, I woke up at four o'clock this morning 
And I started thinking about some stuff and I was like, dang, I'm not going back to sleep. I got to get this done. And, and my guys that work with me, they hate it because I start texting at 5 a.m. I don't expect them to. I'm right, like, you don't right. hear from me. Turn your phone off. Well, right. But I'm texting. Put it on silent because you're the type of, like, you got to get it out. If I don't tell you, now. it ain't going to. Right, yeah. right, right. I can't wait until later and remember. I'm on to the next. I tell you now. Yeah. I'm on to the next. So, so I, I hope people get encouraged that at least you're moving forward. Yeah. You're in a season. You might be coming out of that season. Um, but just hang in there mm-hmm. and just hang in there. Uh, you know, I look at 50 years of age. I look at my life and I'm like, shit, I need people to send me some Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> I need a dollar, yo. Chad Prather, too, too. I need a retirement plan. Uh, you know, them divorces. <laughs> Quite costly, as it turns out. <laughs> I've been through a few winners. <laughs> Hey, guys, thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they got big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, guess what? You can access them with Patriot Mobile. That's huge. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. That's a big deal. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage of the best 4G and 5G network, so you're going to get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve your God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Go to patriotmobile.com slash chat or call them 972-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation today with the offer code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. That's patriotmobile.com slash chat or call them 972-PATRIOT. Be right back. All right, welcome back, folks. Uh, as if I have not already been waxing eloquent, let me give you a little monologue. And this one might this one might bug some of you, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Because I don't know if you've ever experienced this or not, but the weight of being right all the time weighs heavily on my shoulders whenever I really stop and think about it. It's a lot of pressure. All joking aside, the world of mixed martial arts, MMA, is a sadder one, and its star burns ever so slightly less bright in the wake of the death of one of its rising stars. Victoria Lee, the oft-described 18-year-old phenom punching her way toward the top, sadly died very suddenly for reasons which have not yet been disclosed. Perhaps it is irony that she died on the same day, the day after Christmas, that our other tragically underlived teen this week, Max Sorensen, died on the same day. Now, the first thing to address here is that it is always a tragedy to die young. Very sad. This is someone with a bright and promising career ahead of her. And uh, yeah, even a, a bright and promising life. But she was also someone with every other aspect of a future before her friends and family who loved her dearly in the same grasp we all share until the last moments upon the woven tapestry of life itself. You can never have seen her one day in your life and still mourn her passing for the mere unfairness of it. The sure knowledge that there is widely radiating pain left behind. But let's talk about the other thing as well. In pretty short order, after her death was announced, every conspiracy theorist on either side of that most usual suspect of debates was up in arms, firing slings and arrows across the no-brains land that is Twitter and rallying the troops with great war cries. Everyone is absolutely convinced beyond any shadow of any doubt that their own cultivated conclusion is correct, that the truth almost doesn't seem anything anymore. Here's the thing. <laughs> 
we don't know her cause of death at all. Uh, if you want to live in the world of purely anecdotal, then feel free, I suppose. But where I come from, we like facts. And the facts in the, of this case, they just ain't out yet, folks. And let me, let me take that one step further. There's at least some hint from Victoria's sister, Angela, that the young MMA fighter might have actually committed suicide. Uh, listen to what she wrote in an Instagram post. She said, please give our family grace and respect during this most difficult time. And please check on your loved ones. Keep checking on them. Give them hugs and tell them how much they mean to you. You just never know. Now, does that mean it was suicide? We don't know. And that's my whole point, folks. We should be seeking the truth, but we absolutely positively must not lose sight of the way to do it. Previously unknown truths very rarely come from within. Remember that and keep it in your back pocket if you find yourself having the tendency to jump to conclusions about this or any of the other crazy things you run across in this world. And also, the sister's advice rings true. We really don't have any guarantee of the days that are given to us. It's not for us to know. And we definitely don't know that of those around us either. Follow her advice check in on those you love check in on their health check in on their mental health as well you never know the positive effect you can have on a person you never know when the kind thing you say or do or the ear you allow to be bent for a while in order to listen to someone's problems you, you never know when that's going to save a life it's something to keep in mind and as for victoria lee's sad tragic death let's maybe hop on uh just hop on off of twitter about it for a while and wait to see what really happened um i think we can do that for a little bit it's a sad story. Um, it's a sad deal. I mean, we, we keep posting these things about these young people who are dying. And, I, you know, people say, oh, maybe it's this or that. And again, you know, my speculation there is it's just sad that young people are dying. Yeah. Something is seriously wrong. Yeah. Right. For whatever reason. Right. Why? It's sad that young people are dying. Whether it's mental health, whether it's anything else. We're seeing, I saw a headline yesterday morning, uh, talking about how uh, surprising deaths are, the rate is like through the roof this year, or for the last year compared mm -hmm. to prior years. What's that on? I mean, what do, right. what do you blame that on? Right. It, 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 again, we live in a world where you better hang on tight because it's moving real fast mm -hmm. these days, faster than ever, in my opinion. It's the law of entropy, second law of thermodynamics. Things that are in motion tend to fall apart, and we never stop. Right. Never stop. We never slow down. And we keep going, 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 and we're getting bombarded with bits of information and stuff we're trying to process all the time, and, and it keeps us from true complexity of thought because we don't have time to think. And so we just let the world at large tell us what to think. Well, then you're at a crossroads where you keep going, 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 and then you're, the whole world shuts down yeah. for several years mm. right and i mean i you you got the the intersection of both of those things listen you know you you my own life ran into that crossroads mm -hmm. it resulted in divorce you know i should be bitter about that i'm not yeah. i'm not bitter about that uh it saddens me that that was the result of things and and you know two people divorced one another and, and there was stuff left in its wake right uh, again you look at the circumstances that were thrown upon an already precarious situation in yeah. regards to that and without telling people my business because it's not the my business i'm worried about i don't need to tell you her business but yeah you know we were thrust into situations circumstantially that none of us were actually prepared for and we didn't always handle it right right you know and being the pompous, arrogant, prideful asses that most of us are, we're never going to say, well, I was wrong or, 
you know, we find our ways to justify our actions or what we've done or, or our own thinking or the things we said. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I always tell people, I said, you know, I, I've built a brand called Unapologetic. I'm not going to apologize to the masses at large, but I think there's some real mental health in being able to look at an individual that you've wronged and said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a lot of grace in that. Yeah. Talk about grace. Yep. There's a lot of that. And we just don't realize what other people are going through. You know, we don't know what people are going through. Um, you know, this morning I did a big rail of cocaine and I was like, I don't know. You know, I don't know if that was going to, you know, I just want to see if y'all were paying attention. He's joking. I want to see if y'all were paying attention, man. I mean, I get I get into waxing eloquent. I start telling y'all this stuff and I think I lose you guys. Right. But uh, no, I, you just don't know what people are going through. Yeah. This is why I couldn't pastor. <laughs> well, to your, to your point, Chad, I think on top of not knowing what people were going through, a lot of people were going through stuff during the lockdown and they had no one to talk to but the TV. Mm-hmm. So like as someone who has a, a family with mental illness and a few friends with substance abuse, like idle time is a devil's plaything. I believe that very thoroughly and we had nothing but that. Yeah. And I think we're now finally seeing the hangover is here. The drinking was fun through 2021 and now the hangover's <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what to do with an idle mind. And, and that we, we were given idleness, right? And what were we going to do with that? Which again, I, I was able to entrepreneurially build a big business. I was able to get a book published. I was able to get an album out. Uh, those were things I didn't let myself slow down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, those, those were the things that... Other people were not as... Even a lot of people didn't do that. Which, for no fault of their own, right? The government shut down their restaurants. The government, you know, I mean, their hands yeah. were tied. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I like to sit back and, as Rudyard Kipling said, I want to dream and not make dreams my master. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, all for, I'm all for sitting back and dreaming of what could be and what should be, but you don't let that dictate to your life. At some point in time, you got you to gotta take control, take the reins, because this world is spinning fast. It's 2023. I mean, that's a sci-fi movie. I mean, that's a sci-fi movie. It's, this is crazy where we're at. It feels like the last three years have been like 20. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. Um, they were expensive years, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. um, and yet here we are. And we aren't promised tomorrow, right? And so I, I tell people, I say, you know, we put information out there. Say, oh, you guys are just a bunch of clickbait. No, we, well, we, we want to make money. We're capitalists. We do put things out there that we think that these articles and things that we post out there will equip you and trigger you into thinking and things like that. And, and there's some, there's people out there that are a whole lot smarter than me that have the ability to analyze the world around them. And so, um, we, we like to trigger the discussion. I like to hear mm-hmm. what you have to say about these things. Mm-hmm. May not always agree with you and vice versa, but I like to hear what people have to say. Yeah. So, you know, that's part of one of the things that helps keep me sane. And I can do that from Mexico. If you'll Venmo me at Chad Prather 22. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Uh, yeah. Is your Christmas tree still up? No, absolutely not. One of mine still is. Oh, no. You got to get that down. One of mine is. You well, you put it'll be, up. It'll be down. Yeah, you put up multiple. Yeah, I just did the one. I'm all I about can't. It. I still got some pumpkins on the front porch though from Halloween. So Chad, what I tell you? 
What about looking in the floorboard of your you. car? That's what I said. And the closet. Let all the tell you. How about your front porch? That's where I ought to tell you. We all know what season of life Chad is in. My front porch is unkept. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff will be gone tomorrow. Um, no, it, it, yeah. I can't. I cannot. I mean, you that's know. good. Yeah, no, I gotta. I, I hate like decorating for the seasons. I Do just, you? just, it's just not me. Like, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't, because I'm like, why would I give myself more work to mm. take things out and put them in my house to create more clutter when I'm just going to have to take it back out in a month or two and put it back away. I just don't have time for that. I'm and, the opposite. I love it. Oh, I can't. And that's what I was going to say. Like, God bless the people who can do it. I also hate hosting parties. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'll go to a party all day long. I, I, like, I don't I like wanna, doing that. I want to cook all day. Yeah. I want to grill. I want to barbecue. I want to create hors d'oeuvres. I want to I want to do all that stuff. I want to set up a bar and I want people to come to the house. Well, it's, I love it. It's funny because our house is like our kitchen. We have this gigantic uh, counter on the island. I mean, it's designed for hosting. Yeah. And I have a husband who I mean, he loves to grill just like you. Like he loves to grill. He loves to do that stuff. And I, I just we, I just don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot. I don't have anyone to invite over. I, I really it's don't. just, well, it's it's you. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. In this industry, you don't really have no. friends. So I don't sit still long enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have people I love dearly, right. but we're not like, you know, right. most of my friends are 1,200 miles away. Well, that's what I was going to say. My my best friend decided to yeah. leave, decided <laughs> to move to Montgomery <laughs> County. Wah. I'm like Bruce Banner. I'm, oh, I'm, Montgomery County so great. Oh, you can walk everywhere. Yeah, you can. I'm like the Incredible Hulk. I, I'm just destined to walk this earth alone. You know? I'm, I'm like the 70s Incredible Hulk, for those of you who don't remember Bill Bixby. Uh, anyway. Well, I mean, listen, you just, we've got a spare room. You listen, move back I to die, DFW, we'll just do a full-blown Sister Wives thing. When, is your husband in the room? I'm kidding. Because it sounds like I should have married him. The... Uh, we throw great parties. Uh, we're barbequeer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not you, barbecue. You'd we're be great. Queer. It'd be great. We I put would the Q in LGBTQ. We're Barbie LGBTQ. <laughs> LGBBQ. Why is no one, there's no gay pitmasters out there that have not done LGBT barbecue? I don't know, but BB Queer does sound like a pretty good uh, bit for a, a restaurant that's barbecue for gay That's people. a sketch they, we need to do, actually. Yeah, that's They like bad. meat, but not that kind of <laughs> They meat. like the sausage. <laughs> yeah. I'll carve your brisket, bitch. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Whatever. I was just taking them into a season. Um, seasoning. <laughs> um no, I I just say when they when I die, stuff my body, put me in the museum in the natural habitat of the cocktail party, and be like, here's Chad. Do not yeah. stuff your body. That's no. Embalm you. Yeah, I'd be like Vladimir Lenin right there, Red Square. Just come in there and look at my ass. Uh, no. Yeah, just dress me up, prop me up by the jukebox. Okay. In all seriousness, do you want to Pre-mate. be? Okay. Me, yeah, me too. Yeah, don't put me in a box. No. I'm, I'm a very claustrophobic person. I shouldn't say me that too. publicly, but I am. Oh, I am too. I'm not, I'm not with the tight spaces. Jesse Payton, I went to his house. We were going to go to the playoff game when the Astros were playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got in his little sports car. And we got to the edge of his neighborhood. I said, turn this shit around, bro. <laughs> we're doing it in my truck. There's no way I'm riding in this little coffin with wheels. <laughs> 
for the next hour and a half in Houston traffic to get to the ball field. There's no way I'm not doing it. Wow. And the older I get, the worse it is. Like, I can't imagine. It would be like these astronauts who sit there for 14 hours in those suits on the top mm. of that rocket and they Mm-mm. can't move and they can't get. Oh, God, Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Strapped in. Mm-mm. Oh, no, no, Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Daddy don't like that Mm-mm. at all. Or no, getting... I, I don't even like clothing. <laughs> or getting an MRI. I Ooh. can do that because oh. I know it's momentary. Oh, it, I, it feels I, like I, an eternity I get mind to over me. matter with that because I know it's momentary. And I can just lay there and breathe. But no, I, I've been able to do that. Oof, I've been able I to can't. do that. Um, I, I've had some interesting medical procedures, as you well know, yeah. over the years. And I've had to do those things. And it's like mind over matter yeah. in regard to that. And they have some pretty open MRIs now. But yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't like any of it. So no, I don't want to be in the box. Cremate me. Scatter me. I want to be free. I want to be on the wind. I want to be on the wind. Yeah. <sighs> No, I, it's like, mm, I can't watch it. I can't watch movies about tight spaces. I can't, you know, none of that. Like these people who go, in, <laughs> they go spelunking. Oh, screw that. Oh, no. Screw that. Mm-mm. You're going to go digging around in caves and stuff like that, get your body in. Those people in Vietnam that crawl down in the tunnels to go in there and clear those things out. Not, not this fat ass. <laughs> no, hell no, man. There ain't no way, Jack. Can't mm-hmm. do it. So that's a little bit about me and my nightmares. <laughs> I don't even want to sleep close to somebody. I don't want to, man. That could be why I'm divorced. I was going to say, yeah. must be why. Snuggle me. F you. <laughs> <laughs> you snuggle yourself, trash. <laughs> Whore. <laughs> Get your body off of me. Don't be throwing your leg over it's me. just escalated very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even want you on top. <laughs> Missionary or nothing. <laughs> I gotta be free oh. oh boy we devolved didn't we yeah ah you know we're just a bunch of drunken sots on the chad prather show we just reach for the tequila that's what we do sarah uh how's your show going <laughs> i still have it so yeah, that's good you hadn't been canceled no you got a producer yet nope working right. on a new set though working on a new set somebody stuck their head in here the other day and said why aren't you building a new set i said because i live in glory this is the mothership. Yeah, this is the best set. This is the church Why of would Chad. You, what would you even change about it? We've Nothing. Not a damn thing. Yeah. We built this sucker out. You did. Booyah. Did a good job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Had nothing to do with it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. That's great. It starts with an earthquake, virgin snakes and airplanes. Lenny and Bruce is not afraid. R.E.M. It's the end of the world as we know it. Oh. And I feel fine. Oh, boy. Uh, Lexington, Kentucky is where it's going to be. And then uh, Abilene. Nope, sorry. Amarillo, then Abilene, then going to Joplin, Missouri. I don't know gonna how Going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Going to be in uh, lots of places. Lots of places. The Mule Barn, Justin, Texas. Going to be in, uh, gonna be in Tomball, Texas. And then we're bouncing around. We're going to Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Go to go to chadpratherlive.com. Come see me. Shop at, uh, you know, go to chadonblaze.com. Use promo code CHAD20. See if you can still save. I don't know if you can, but it's some good stuff. And uh, American Beauty by Sarah. And you are indeed an American beauty. Why, thank you. You are. I mean, it doesn't start this way in the morning. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh... 
Isn't that the opposite of what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a funny meme, though. My buddy Matt Couch posted it up. It had, uh, it had the men's room, mm-hmm. and it had another thing that said kitchen. It was in a restaurant, and it said there's only two sexes, men, kitchen. Anyway, <laughs> join us for overtime. We love you. God bless you. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>